all in sports entertainment because we like to entertain and we like to talk about sports. Uh, Anthony, give us an intro. I went six and one. You hit your pounder, which paid plus 400. Plus 400. We're on fire. Absolute <laughs> fire. If you're not listening to us, if you're not tailing us, you're a bum. Give us an intro. Help us out. Uh, hit the link, like, subscribe, comment, share, and absolutely have a happy new year. Uh, this is our first episode of 2024, cousin. It's 2024. I feel fresh. I feel good. Um, but let's talk about a little bit of college football real quick. Uh, let's talk about it. Michigan beats Bama in a comeback. They were plus 650 at their longest odds, fourth and two on their side of the field. They drove downfield. They scored pretty easy after that. And then they scored in overtime. Game was done. What do you think about that play call by Nick Saban? A lot of people are saying that wasn't the play call. <sighs> a lot of people are saying that wasn't the play call. I have to tell you this. If that was the play call, it has to be one of the most poor choices of play call in that scenario. Uh, in fact, as soon as the uh, running back went in motion, I knew that that ball was going up the middle. The other thing is that I didn't like about it, you know the entire game, your center is really struggling yeah. to get a good snap off, Yeah, which I can't believe I'm saying as an Alabama center, this guy's struggling to get a good uh, snap off. But the guy snaps it low, that's that completely wrecks the play to begin with. I mean, oh, you God, have yeah. to anticipate a bad snap there with the amount of times that he did that. Absolutely. I mean, all I'm going to tell you is it's going to be an interesting national championship. And what's so cool is both games did come down to the last play. I think Texas's quarterback shivered and peepeed in his pants because if he throws a ball even remotely in the vicinity of that guy, it was a touchdown and they would be going to the championship. Um, it. It's kind of crazy out there right now. How do you feel about Michael Penix? 430 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers on the main stage. Yeah. They asked him after the game. They said, hey, you know, is this your best performance? He said, listen, we got one more. My job's not done. He's This guy's a gamer. I give him credit. He's a Midwest kid, I guess. He grew up in Wisconsin. His dad grew up in South uh, South Florida. He knew my high school basketball coach, so there's some ties there for me, and I just still can't get behind this guy. All year, I just <laughs> bummed him. All year, I just I feel bad, because he showed me that he, the big moment's not too big for them, but I will tell you, the coaching staff on Washington better watch themselves, because they almost choked themselves out of a national title chance they really did the fact that they didn't knee the ball down allowed one of their players i didn't get it the only thing that could you know what's funny i'm watching the game and i say to myself well this game's over the only thing that could stop the clock is if somebody gets injured and a guy that was already previously injured they handed the ball off to doesn't make any sense. It was kind of crazy. All right. Well, here, this week, we're not going to be covering every single game. We're going to cover the games that matter. But the other thing we're going to do, a little plot twist for you this show, there's guys that need money, and they happen to play certain positions in the NFL. And we're going to tell you which guy wants that money, okay? It's all about contract bonuses. And I got news for you. If I'm a player, and I know I'm not going to the playoffs, I want to get paid before the season's over. A little bit of extra greeny meanie, okay? So <laughs> we're going to flip over. We're going to talk about meanie. bonuses. Uh, I'm going to let you kick off the first one. This is a guy that you love. Kick it off. 
Odell Beckham Jr., 185 yards. If he gets 185 yards, it's going to result in an extra 750000 That's a nice bonus. Now, I don't think he's going to get that. I don't either. I'm going to sell that one, absolutely sell that one. Here's the next one for him, though. You ready for this I'm one? I'm ready for that one. Five catches for Cousin Odell. That's going to result in a $250,000 bag. If he's playing, I'm buying it. Yep. Uh, if he's playing, I'm going to buy that one as well. I think that is uh, good as gold. Five, try to work five in catches, 250 grand. Even if those are quick screen passes, maybe two or three early, a couple 10 yard passes. Boom, get him 250, sit him on the bench, say, get ready for the playoffs. Here's, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, one that I don't think is going to happen is if he gets two touchdowns, he gets another 500,000. I'm selling. I just, I just don't think the Ravens are going to give a shit about this game. They're not. Uh, they got everything locked up across the board. Uh, so pretty much there, five catches we're buying if he's playing. Other than that, if he's 185 yards, we're selling two touchdowns. We're selling that one. Next, Chris Jones from the Chiefs. If they had Chris Jones game one of the year, they would have beat the Lions. Just saying. That's 100%. One sack results in a beautiful bag, $1.25 million for one, one sack. sack. I'm going to tell you something. I... I <laughs> I would sell a vasectomy on that. Yeah, he's going to get that. Oh, so you'd buy that one? I'd buy that. Okay. I'm in. Like, I double-lined it. Okay. Buy. Yeah. Yeah, that is a beauty. You know he's going to be mean what and What I'm going to be trying to do is I'm going to take some of these, I'm going to put them in a little parlay, and just see how it would pay out. Because I just, I like the idea that these guys want this money. Um, okay, Austin Eckler has had a year that's been forgettable. But he's still an athlete. He needs 110 yards of total offense. That's receiving and running for an extra 100K. I don't know. <laughs> I, You know, when I seen this one, Coin I thought to myself, Eckler may be the kind of guy who's just going to tie this one in after a really, really miserable season. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um can I do the next one? 100,000 too. Okay, guys. Here's the next one. DeAndre Hopkins needs 49 yards for $1 million. I'm going to check that after the show. I want you to Google it yourself. If that is accurate, that man is going to get 49 yards without even trying. Not only that. He needs seven catches for an extra 250. Look at me. That guy's going to go to his young quarterback, grab him by the face mask, and say, listen, you bum. <laughs> you throw me the ball. I'm going to get my yardage. I'm going to get my catches. And I'm going to get my 1.25. I'm going to shake your hand. I'm going to get an extra 1.25. I'm going to say, we suck this year, but I got paid. Thank you. Um, I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm going to tell you why. I think the Titans are going to try to ruin the season for the um, – let me get there. I just went over. Let me ask you this. Jacks. Can I, I ask want to you beat something? The Jacks. Yeah. You say. I want to say Doug Peterson. We're taking I, it down to fantasy land now. Fantasy land. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I like when you do it. So you are, you are, uh, you're DeAndre. You go up to the queue. You say, listen, here's what you're going to do. That's going to result in me getting 1.25. Yeah. You're DeAndre. Uh, that, let's say this all happens. It comes to fruition. You're DeAndre. You get back in the locker room. Willie looks over at you. He says, "Hey, what are you gonna? How much are you gonna throw him out of that 1.25? You're gonna throw him a little something, couple. I'm gonna beans buy him or... a rolly and tell him to shove it up his young ass. <laughs> how about that? Here's a ten thousand dollar Daytona. Shove it twelve five now or whatever it is. That's what I think. Um, 
Here's a crazy one. The craziest one of all. Tyreek Hill. If he gets 248 yards, he breaks the NFL uh, record yeah. for reception yards at 200. He needs 248 yards, though. I'm I'm no way. He's had a 200-yard game this season. I doubt it's going to happen in this game because no let me tell you something right now. If it does happen in this game, they won. that means they won and the Bills got beat and the Bills got torched. So I don't see that happening. I just that's can't. a sell that's job. Just, if it was 200, you might get me to like blink my eyes. I can't blink at 240. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, Geno Smith, to make the playoffs, pays $2 million. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see you talk about this one. You know, all of a sudden, he's throwing to my friend's fiance, Colby Parkinson, who's the nicest guy in the country, from what I can tell. And he married into an incredible family. I'd love for this guy to get $2 million, but that means there'd be a wasted playoff spot, so I just want it to be sold. Plus, you've been trying to sell that Seahawks playoff spot for about the last three, four weeks now. They're done. <laughs> they, they're fine. They're done, though. The Steelers slapped them around. <laughs> Which I wish I put that in place of the Titans last week because I freaking loved it. The man. Seahawks, they can't make it anymore? They can, but they would need a lot to yeah, happen. Yeah, they could make it. They need a lot to happen. Uh, okay, one that I think is Gold Bond. This is my favorite out of both all the props that I'm na I'm naming. This, this is, is probably my favorite. Dalton Schultz needs four catches or six catches, and it pays out. It's stair-stepped, so it's 250 would turn into 500,000 if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it's 250 plus 500. I think it's a stair step. Long story short, six catches. Either way, it's big time. Six catches for the guy pays an extra 500000 Look at me. I promise you, young CJ Stroud trying to make it to the playoffs. He's going to get his guy the ball. He's probably been one of his most reliable targets. Get your guy the ball. I was going to say, in the, in the magnitude of this game, he's going to have to rely on Schultz anyways. Yeah, to get the ball out, get yeah. some yardage. I just, six pass catches, I'm in. I'm all in. Take the next one. This is your guy. This is if you were to build a franchise, I think this is the guy you're taking. This is my guy, Jordan Love. One ticket to the playoffs, 500 G. Isn't that nuts? I'll tell you what, he's going to have to really, really play tough because you know the Bears in that cold weather are looking to stop the run, number one, in fact. Yeah. The game is going to be solely in Jordan Love's hands, solely in his hands, 500 K to get into the playoffs. I would love for the Bears to beat the Packers, to knock them out. I second that as much as I love love. I, I, I want to see the Bears knock the Packers out of the playoffs personally, which is crazy because the Bear, the Packers could still make it in if a bunch of other teams lose. But um, I'm not I'm not betting the Packers this week. I, I'm taking the Bears, and that's because I'm a Bears fan, not because it's the smart bet. Um, that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah, this is a 50-50 type bet for me, honestly. I, yeah. I, I'm... I'm I can't buy or sell it. I'm just not gonna not gonna play around with it. Levante that. David, a guy that the Bucks need to play well this weekend, uh, when and they're in one sack results in 150k. Sell. You don't think he gets it? He is he is on injury report listed to play this week. I just has I, taken some days off of practice. I know. I just I, I I'm only saying sell. Because this is a weird game where I think he can get screwed and only get like a half a sack. I mean, I want him to get it, but I, let's put it this way. If I'm building a parlay, I'm not putting any defensive props in it, except for maybe Chris Chris Jones, because he's an animal. He is an animal. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. So we'll just go to the next one. Um, oh, wow, there's the Ravens one, though, too. You think they put him in for that? Uh, Jadavian Clowney needs Man. one sack for 750000 
Uh, they probably just put him in and tell him go get your sack in the first couple plays so we can so we can move on. Yeah, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he was in after watching the guys that the Ravens left in in a fifty six nineteen blowout last week. They had Lamar in there in the fourth quarter. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I completely agree. Actually, Miami's so dumb. Uh, they lost Bradley Chubb for the season by keeping him in there down down forty. Made no sense. Yeah, they lost. They lost a playoff caliber defensive end. Makes no sense. Linebacker. All right. Alexander Madison, the Vikings hate this guy. They refuse to give him the ball. <laughs> Selling. They hate him. They hate Alexander Madison. It's done. They already I, moved on to Ty Chandler. I watched it. Ty Chandler is their guy through and through. Alexander Madison, you are now a backup. Go somewhere else. Uh, Calais Campbell, three sacks for 500. Buddy, you're good. I you could do it. I'm do, I'm selling three sacks for 500k. I'm selling. Cuzzy, you're 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 just a step too old these days. I'm I'm gonna sell that. Three sacks is a you're lot. You're tough in though. One game. You're tough though. Tough. You're tough. I, three sacks. Is put a it lot. this way. I would t- I wouldn't tell you to your face. You're out. <laughs> me neither. But three say, sacks hey, is a lot in one game. I would look at you. Hey, Cuz, you got it. You look at me. If anybody could, it's you. That's how it sound. Uh, with a little Italian accent to make them feel comfy. Hey, listen. Yeah. If anybody could do it, I mean, it's you. You. I mean, who else? Uh, all right. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Ravens' 56-19 to win over Miami and what it means for the AFC. Lamar's winning the MVP. Hey, I'm so glad you said it. I told you all, run to the cash station. Lamar minus 160 to win MVP last week, anticipating that he would beat down on the Dolphins. He's now minus 20,000. You're a winner. And he did. He beat, You're a winner. He beat him bad. And you want to know what's crazy? If you follow my page and you know who I am and you you listen to me when I post links, I did a DraftKings show in Boston and I gave out Lamar Jackson to win the MVP. And I'm going to call them for the clip and I'm going to get it posted because I said, if you, want, if, I, if you ask me, I like Lamar to win the MVP and possibly the Super Bowl. Now, granted, I'm going to give you a Super Bowl pick and it's not the Ravens right now because I, like I like some odds. I don't like wow. plus 250. Let's go. But long story short, I gave out not only the Ravens, I gave out Lamar to win the MVP at plus 2,900. That's an absolute beauty. Legit. You know, it's funny. I think I remember you saying that. On I did. Show. Yeah, I did. I did it on a TV you show pull for them and in Boston. And I'm going to pull it out and put it on he the table. He is the most valuable player in the league after the the performance that I seen him put no on comparison. in Miami to just absolutely make the AFC on notice. Agreed. Uh it solidified everything for Agreed. me. Cowboys, cousin, they get a crucial win against the Lions. How the NFC East tables have turned as the Eagles fall to Arizona. Go ahead and talk about that. I think the Lions got bamboozled. <laughs> I think the Lions got bent over. And uh, here in the Illinois, Chicagoland area, I call it Mannheim Road. Um, it's a place where people go to get really cheap hookers, and I feel like they got bent over like a cheap hooker because they got absolutely screwed out of that game. <laughs> they should have won. Am I wrong? Look at me. There was a guy. Can I tell you something? What? You know what the problem was, though? What? Too much trickery, okay? I'm okay with trickery. No, I'm okay with it, too, but if you're going to sub two O-linemen out on the field, and then send three two guys them. that never catch a ball, they haven't caught a ball since Pop Warner. They're both running out there on the road. Yeah. They're both reporting to the ref. 
One of the guys is reporting. One of the guys is reporting. Only one guy could report. One guy touches the ball. The other guy doesn't touch the ball. I mean, there's a lot going on. So they confuse not only, they confuse the refs. They confuse themselves. Yeah. But I will say Dan Campbell did say he did try and use some confusion and some trickery in that play call. But all I'm going to say is I do feel like they got screwed. And then the Eagles losing made it even more dramatic because the the, the I Cowboys t- have I tell the everybody, there's times where the Cardinals are going to show up and beat the hell out of you. That <laughs> team can do it and they can hurt your feelings. And that's exactly what happened. The guy wore a Sidney Crosby jersey into Philly, into their stadium at M&T Bank Stadium. Fans were going nuts. And you know what's great? I'm going to tell you what's great. Tell us what's great. Eagles fans are awake <laughs> because they're booing their own team. They see the flaws that I've been saying. The Eagles fans see what I've been saying. You guys should have listened to me before the trade deadline. I was trying to tell you. Trying. You were. That eight hey, flaws. Listen, listen, that that secondary is Swiss cheese. Uh, we've seen them get annihilated by the Seahawks. We've seen Tyrod Taylor almost will the Giants. Eagles back might into win a w. one game in the playoffs. You're not winning two. Oh, just saying. He said it. All right. Um, there it is. Yeah, that's our next topic. Was the Eagles more in trouble? You heard it. That you heard it already. So the Cowboys grab Linnell Collins. Um, they added him to the old line depth. I, I don't. I know they needed to add it because they had some injuries. I think this is huge. You do? Yeah. For the run game? Here's what I think. Tyrone Smith, their dominant, dominant OT, one of the best OTs out there possible, goes down in a a, a weird way the other day, uh, took an injury. I think that he'll be okay, but I think that this move adds depth that now says, you know what, we are not weak in that position no matter what. We are going into the playoffs with a left tackle who can really support and protect Dak. Uh, We know we're going to be in games where we're going to see the 49ers most likely coming off the edge. We need somebody who's going to either be there to step in front of Bosa uh, or on the other side, Young. So I just think this adds a lot of veteran leadership to a guy who's very familiar with Mike McCarthy. I agree. Um, My next topic, it to me is a very, very big one. Sean McVay. Yep. He's got his team back in the playoffs. I'm going to ask myself my own question, answer it for the show. Um, How good of a coach is Sean McVay? The guy's incredible. And I'm not going to get dramatic and use my voice to go higher and lower. The guy's an absolutely incredible coach. He was predicted to be the worst team in the NFL this year. He's in the playoffs. And not only is he in the playoffs, he has a rookie wide receiver with over 100 receptions, almost 1,500 yards. And I got news for you. If I'm a if I'm the Lions, if I'm the Cowboys, I don't want to see them. I don't. Because Sean McVay can go in there, he can scheme it up, and he can hurt your feelings real quick. What do you think? You ready? Yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm listening. If the Rams are matched up with the Lions, yes. there's not even a line out for this game. There's nothing out. Yes. I'm taking the Rams. Really? Hundred thousand percent. Money I line? know. I know. I don't know. Maybe money line, but they're going to be getting points because they're going to be on the road. Probably four. Bottom line is this. If the Rams are at the Lions, like I said, I don't know what it's going to be, what the line, what the ML is going to be. I like the Rams. I know that Sean McVay knows Jared Goff 
in and out. He, he does. T- he took him to a Super That's Bowl. That's the sickest part about it. He's going to have a ton of knowledge to go against him. He's going to know what I know. You stop the run. You put him in position to pass. You take away play action. Get him on the move. And he melts. Hurt him. Melt him. I think the Rams do that. I really do. Yeah. All right. Next topic uh, is an interesting one. Which playoff team should sign Delvin Cook? I don't have one. Do you have one? I don't have a team that I think. I think the Dallas Cowboys should sign Delvin Cook. I think this is the perfect time for them to but do the, that. I like Rico Dowdle. I like Rico Dowdle too. But do you think Delvin Cook could be a physical runner in here's, between the tackles? Here's the problem with Rico Dowdle, and here's the problem with Tony Pollard being the starter with him in Smaller there. Smaller backs. Tony Pollard is a great receiving back. He's yeah. a great running back. Rico Dowdle is not that great of a receiving back. A guy like Delvin Cook in the playoffs on third down situations, mm-hmm. I think he could add a ton of value to that. Probably uh, good Dallas for pass offense. protection as well. Yeah. All right. I I, I don't hate that. Uh, okay. Justin Fields. He had 313 yards of total offense. He had a touchdown. Okay. It's time for me to put my fan hat on, and it's giving me a heart attack. I got, Let's go. I got sharp pain in the left side of my body. Talk to me. If the Chicago Bears do not keep Justin Fields, I will go up to Lake Forest, and you will see me in handcuffs by the Lake Forest Police Department. I will throw a brick through the fucking front window of Hallis Hall. I will get a. I will get arrested, and I mean this. For I, vandalism. This is on record. You could call it premeditated. I don't care. I'll get my misdemeanor, and I'll go to court. If you do not keep Justin Fields... No, I'm throwing a brick through the front window. Just know it. And I'll drive up there. I'm going to drive up there in my Rolls Royce. They're going to think I'm a player. I'm going to go through with the brick. Pow! Just like that. <laughs> Just and, like And then that. I'll wait for the police. Do it again. One more pow. Pow! <laughs> Do it one more time. I'm done. Handcuffs. <laughs> handcuffs in. I'll go to jail. My mom, uh, my mom will bail me out. My wife might divorce me. But you know what? That's how much of a passionate Bears fan I am. Don't you dare. Don't you dare trade this guy. You, if anybody, you trade our coaches. They, they, we should be in the playoffs right now. You should, I should be fired up. I got a Bears future right now. I should be talking all <laughs> hot and heavy. Okay? That's how I feel. Go ahead. Uh, that was... That was, that was uh, enough for you? Yeah. But like I said, like you said... Justin Fields. Period. Don't get rid of Justin Fields. Marvin Harrison. That would be so dumb. Uh, get Marvin Harrison. But hey, let me ask you this though. Yeah. Let's say that we do keep Fields. What do you think we should do with that number one pick? So my professional opinion. Now keep this in mind actually before you get into it. Here's the problem. Washington looking for a QB. Okay. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, there's been a lot. Of, there's been a lot of talk that they're just going to move completely on from Howell. That is the for- craziest mistake I've ever heard in my life. That's why I wanted to stop. Actually, you ahead of time. time out. That right there. Do you want to know what that is? That's called draft day. And if you haven't seen that movie, I want you to watch it because they're <laughs> bluffing. And I'll tell you why they're bluffing. Look at me. I want Marvin Harrison. <laughs> oh, we're going to draft a QB, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to draft a QB. No, you're not, you sick tool. I think they are. No, they're not. They might. They're going to, if we trade out of the one spot, Marvin Harrison's gone, and I'm going to go absolutely ballistic. You ready? Yeah. There's 11 teams here. I'll tell you who needs a QB. Okay. Atlanta. 
Number two, Washington. Supposedly, they're looking for a QB. You're calling bluff. Number three, New England, also looking for a QB. Number five, the Giants. There's speculation that they could oh be looking God. for a QB. Oh, my God. Do you know who the best New England quarterback would be? Who? Sam Howell. Yep. He would. He fits every single box. That, that would be the trade right there. That would be a trade right there. Sam Howell for... That's the that'd be a number that would be that would be the most brilliant New England pick I've ever heard in my life. Just give them their pick, take their quarterback. That could be that. it. And flip the spots. Or then you got like it? you said, you got Atlanta looking for a cue at the number nine. Oh, Atlanta needs a quarterback more than you could ever imagine. And then you got the Bears again at number ten. Yep. And then you have Las Vegas at eleven also looking for a cue. They don't like Aiden O'Connell? I don't know if he's gonna be the long term franchise cube. They might they might go they might go to war with him again one more year. I think they've these these young guys have some Sam Howell especially. If if Washington gets rid of Sam Howell, they're poverty all over again. I think the Bears should just stay at one and just grab Marvin, Sam, and it doesn't matter what they do after that. I agree with you. Sam Howell got uh, got sacked 150 times. Poor guy was running for his life. For I his know. life. I know. Whatever. All right, we're moving on. Here's the thing, though. I want to ask you this, though. Yeah. If the Bears make this crazy transitional move somewhere. Yes. From one down to wherever they trade. Yes. I think they'll miss Marvin. Yeah, me too. Which means they'll probably grab an edge rusher. Okay. Probably that uh, that guy from UCLA. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to say it. I think it's like Fatu or something. Yeah. Anyways. Then they'll probably grab that guy, Malik Nabbers from LSU. All right. At the wide receiver position, number 10, who I actually really like. Here's the problem. They have to get a receiver within that. Marvin Harrison is a generational talent. Yeah, I know. He's the best. I don't care if he's like, oh, he's only worth a third pick in the NFL draft. I love him. Pick him at number one. Take your guy. He's worth it. His body's built for the NFL. Let's go. I absolutely love him. All right, next topic. Everybody's already telling me that the rookie of the year is already done. Everybody's saying the rookie of the year is C.J. Stroud. He has 299 completions. He's played 14 games, by the way. 299 completions. He's uh, 63% uh, pass completion percentage. 3,800 yards. He's averaging 274 yards a game. Eight yards an attempt, which is very impressive. 21 tutties and five interceptions only. He's balling. Here's the problem. Puka Nakua, 101 receptions, 1,445 yards as a rookie. 90 yards a game, 14-yard average. Whoa. And five touchdowns. I get that. I know. I know Vegas is seeing this thing very quarterback, tunnel vision, one-sided. This thing should be a lot tighter than it is, especially if this guy, Nakua, it could who, come is down he playing to this. this weekend? He is. It, oh, is he? It, you know what would be interesting? If Nakua plays and has a good game yeah, and C.J. Stroud loses and has a block game, all I'm going to say is, I'm not, you already know if C.J. Stroud wins this divisional matchup he's week going, 18. Done. It's he's over. in the playoffs. He's rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. But there's a real strong case for the kid here, he man. Is. I mean, 101 I actually is, feel bad for him. 101 receptions as a rookie, gorgeous. and you're not going to get rookie of the year. That's toxic chaos. Um, okay, Super Bowl predictions. The favorite is clearly the Niners and the Ravens. The Niners are plus 220. That is way too low of odds. 
Sorry. You heard it here first. That's um, crazy. To my friend, uh, Locks, I love you. They're, I, I'm sure you watch our show. I love you. The Niners are not plus 220 love you, favorites. Uh, Ravens plus 300. I, it's time for me to give you my pick for the 2023, uh, 2023 season, 23-24, whatever. 23-24 Super Bowl. All I'm going to tell you is I'm giving you the pick for the Super Bowl this year. And I'm not saying I love it, but I'm going to tell you this. I love narrative, and I'm pumping my watch as I tell you right now. My pick for this year's <laughs> Super Bowl is simple. It's Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. The Browns have never won the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco is a veteran quarterback who has won a Super Bowl. He sure has. He's won a Super Bowl. He's actually won a Super Bowl for the only team that we possibly see could get in the way of the Browns. Say who? The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a divisional rival, and I promise you the last team the Ravens want to face is Joe Flacco and the Browns. And Ravens fans too. Ravens fans are looking at Joe Flacco like, they're conflicted because they're rooting for him. But now it's going to turn on him. Who isn't rooting for the Browns at this point? A team that has lost their starting quarterback, $235 million player. Yeah. A team that has lost their all-pro running back on a nasty, nasty injury. The entire backfield depleted. They bring in Joe Flacco behind the league's best D. Crazy. You have to root for the Browns. And they're 35 to 1. And I just really, I, for me, for them to be 35 to 1 in a division that has Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins, those are three teams that everybody just gets off on. They just they go to bed <laughs> talking about them. Oh my God, I can't stop touching myself to these teams. They do. They're only going to have to beat the Ravens if they beat the, the four seed. And the four seed's either going to be the Colts, the Jags, or the. Um, Colts, Jags, or the what's the other team? Colts, Jags, uh, Texans. Texans. Losing my mind. And Texans play the Colts. Texans play the Colts. And so you're going to see one of those three teams. So I I just like where the Browns sit. I feel as they win their first playoff game, those odds are going to drop to about 13 or 14 to 1. That's my prediction. Yeah, I I, I would say that those odds are going to get to 14 to 1. If they win their first game. Yeah. So I, I I told friends that when it was sixty to one to look at the Browns locked in, it might I, even go to twelve to one if they win their first shame game. Shame on me for not getting that locked in. Um, but I'm on the Browns, and if you ask me to pick an NFC team right now, it would be the Cowboys or the Rams. Cowboys or Rams. I would love to see a Cowboys versus Browns Super Bowl. Personally, I think the Cowboys are going to represent uh, the, the NFC. NFC for the Super Bowl. This That's year. my pick for the NFC as well. I think a lot of people have uh, the Niners just penciled in as that automatic NFC team, but uh, I do like the way the Cowboys The are, Niners are made left. a very big mistake. They barked too loud. They barked too loud after they beat the, after they beat the Cowboys this season. The Cowboys are going to just annihilate them, I think, if they play. That's also, the Niners coach has, oh my God, I can't say it enough times, he has blown major major games yeah he gets nervous in these oh games God. i'll tell you that right Has now he ever okay so a little playoff picture for you here we go um we're do that's what we're on to right now right yeah we are sir. all right playoff picture yes we are niners bye cowboys would be facing currently the green bay packers what makes this interesting is, is that the Rams lose and the Packers win. The Rams are still in the playoffs, but they would slide to the seventh seed and the Packers would end up playing the Lions. Holy hell. The Lions don't want to see the Packers. You don't think so? Oh, no. 
No. No. Do you remember that absolute shellacking they took Day? on Thanksgiving? I remember. And that's a divisional game. I'm telling you right now. Guys, playoff teams do not want to play divisional games in the playoffs. I think we save this for next week because there's just so much good content here. Absolutely. Let's but here, here's what we'll get into real yeah. quick. You have Dallas and Philly. Yeah. Both at 11 and 5 going for the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas owns the tiebreaker. Dallas has what they call a very easy game against the Commanders, while the Eagles have a very, very weird line against the Giants, which we'll get into. Yep. All right, here we go. We're going to kick off the games right now. Steelers are at the Ravens. I do think that the Steelers are able to pull this game off, and I don't say pull it off like it's going to be some type of like you know heroic win. I'm not betting this game. The Steelers are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in Baltimore because Baltimore does, does not care. What do you think about that game? Baltimore does not care. Um, the Steelers come into this game. They're riding with Mason Rudolph as their QB. Uh, the Steelers just don't do it for me as a team, even against a uh, second-string Ravens team. Like I said, the Ravens left a lot of guys in there that I didn't think they would leave in there. I'm curious to see if they'll start guys for like a half of football this game. Um, but it's a really, really dangerous game. I don't like it at all. Yeah, see, the next game is the Texans versus the Colts. Both teams are 9 and 7. Both team needs both teams are win and in. The Texans are minus 1, which kind of blows my mind because the, the Colts have played really really good. Would you have a pick in this game? <laughs> Cuz I don't. The Colts have played unbelievable uh when needed. They have shown up when needed. They have Got into games in which they fought, scratched, clawed a win. The Texans, a divisional game. The Texans are going to look to sling the ball all over the place. This is a this is a career longevity legacy game for C.J. Stroud. Wow. Okay, that's your pick. Did he take? Imagine this. He gets picked second in the draft and goes to the playoffs and takes his team to the playoffs. Ten yeah. and seven. As a Bears fan, that hurts my heart. I know. I'll tell you that right now. But that's a big thing to accomplish as a rookie. That that adds a lot to the legacy. Hey, my rookie year, yeah. second pick in the draft, took my team to the playoffs. I feel that. I feel that. All right, next game is Jags versus Titans. And somehow the Titans, again, with a weird line to shove it up my and your <laughs> booty, are only five-and-a-half-point dogs against a team that needs to win and go to the playoffs. That is absolutely mind-blowing. I just... If you bet this game, <laughs> just be careful because nothing Vrabel would do love nothing more than to ruin Doug Peterson's season. I'm just letting you know that right now. He absolutely would, and I got news for you. This Jag secondary over the course of the last three weeks has proved that it cannot stop anybody. So reverting back to your point on the contract talk, Hopkins, I yeah. feel really, really good about Hopkins. Hopkins will get open in this game. The Jags have not been able to defend in the secondary. I'm going to stick with just some Hopkins props uh, regarding that game. Next game, Falcons at the Saints. Falcons need some help. They need a win and a Tampa loss to win the South, while the Saints, uh, they can win the South if Tampa loses. Which is crazy, right? So I'm going to personally take the Saints here. I'm sure you guys are so surprised. Oh, last show I told you I'm, I'm riding them to the end. I'm riding that horse all the way into the end of the end of the sunset. And I think the Saints get the win here. But the problem here is 
the Saints need some help. They need a Packers loss or they need a Panthers win uh, to knock the Bucks out. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Saints could be a four seed. That's crazy. And I know someone's got to be a four seed. Someone's got to be that four. And what's crazy is, is the Falcons, the Saints, and the Bucks. One of those three is going to freaking win their division. And all three are... When you look at the season, you really do see that there's these teams. And then these teams. And then these teams. Yeah. I mean, it really is... In the playoffs, though, I can promise you the Saints are given. better built for the playoffs than any other team that, that we're talking about. You think so, including the Bucks? Yeah. So Bucks at the Panthers, very weird line on this game. We talked about it before. The line's the show. only four and a half. That's why I said the Titans are only minus five, or the Jags are minus five and a half. The Bucks are minus four and a half. What one of those got one of those teams has to get upset, or Las Vegas is gonna be cutting checks for huge dollars. Brings trucks coming in to pay everybody. Can I tell you something too? What? Baker Mayfield not one hundred percent going in this game. What's wrong with him? He's got uh, an injury. He hasn't practiced much this week. Uh, he gets a million dollars. You got to take that. I know. He's, Look at me. <laughs> he might get that NFL recovery. With <laughs> you ever play Call of Duty? They give you the stim. <laughs> You're fine for the game. They, hit, then him, you go they hit him with the, what's that called? The stim. When the guy runs over and slides and yeah, sh- smacks you with it. Yeah, self-res. <laughs> <laughs> all they right. hit him with that self-res. All, all I'm going to sell is, all, all I'm going to sell, all I'm going to say is, is, be careful. I don't need to sell you on a line here because both of these games, I, I like to, I just, I can't not bet against Carr. I've been on them. I'm riding it. Y'all doubted me last week. I proved a lot of people wrong with that. And that's the way I, where I sit. Now, the last game we're going to talk about right now oh. is Bears Packers. I already told you I'm on the Bears. There's a possibility that Anthony and I might go to this game. I'm thinking about it because. I don't really care about red zone the last week of the year when nobody's nobody cares about it. Right. Oh well, there's the games. They don't like they don't take the yeah, games. Yeah, half the games aren't even real. So with that being said, man, it bring me a lot of peace to see Packers fans in shambles. I drive home a happy man. What do you like in this game? I'm going to be on the Bears plus three, and if at any point it gets to plus seven or more, like seven and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half, ten, I would double down again. I'm going to be on the Bears plus three and a half. Okay. Because I do think the Packers maybe kick a field goal to to beat the Bears within that three point mark. Remember the first game of the year, the the Packers bent over the Bears. Well, that's what what I find really interesting is that DJ Moore said that the Packers talked so much shit when they beat up on them. Yeah, that he's had this game circled uh, for the entirety of the season. He wants revenge on the Packers. That's how much shit they talked. I can't one. not take the Bears in this game. I just can't. And I know I'm a Bears fan and I know I'll be doubted. So, um, this is a big game for Justin Fields too. This, this game could keep Justin Fields on the bears. This game could also possibly make him more of an enticing trade for the bears organization. If he goes up to Lambeau and lays an egg, there's a lot at stake in this game. Anthony and I have a little fund. Okay. We have money in this little, this account. Okay. And it's half is his half is mine. I have enough money in my account to cover this. So I'm going to cover this. I'm going to make a little bet with you guys. Oh, shit. All right? And I'm going to put my money out there. <laughs> if the Bears lose to the Packers, if my Chicago Bears lose to the Packers. Lose. Lose. Not cover. Should I do cover? I think you should do cover. Take the three. <laughs> Take the three. All right. All right. He's helping me out. He's trying to I'm save me some money. Hey. All right. If the Bears don't cover three and a half. Against the Packers, 
I will give $10,000 just like I did last week. <laughs> I'll give $10,000 cashaline just like last time. Cashalino. All you got to do is like the post below, click it. <laughs> and I got news for you. Last week, there was 100,000 people talking shit. And all of them, a lot of them said sorry. This week, let's have some fun. Like the post. Let's see what happens. I'm a Bears fan. Are you with me? Are you not with me? Listen, you heard the man 10 dimes. All you got to do, like the post. Bears plus three and a half. Anything else happens, 10 dimes. We love you. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas again. Always remember, gamble responsibly. Do never play with money you don't have. It's okay to take a break. We love you. Love you guys.